This is Women in STEM Career and Confidence, the podcast for scientific and professional women who want to restore confidence, make meaningful impact, and balance the things and people that mean most to them. I'm Dr. Hannah Roberts, and I'll be sharing with you insights and inspiration into the mindset and skill set to help you navigate your career and lead powerfully. It's recorded live and outdoors. So anything could happen. Good afternoon, everybody. Unless you're in a different time zone, and then it might be a completely different time of day. But welcome. Welcome to everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. Probably should have done that before I got started. <laughs> I think I'm struggling with first week back of actually talking more, doing workshops, doing a lot of a lot more speaking. I think I've been quiet over Christmas and it's taking my throat um, a bit of time to get used to it again. <clears throat> so I'm glad I got started today because <laughs> next week I've got a really, really scheduled time. And welcome Rachel, say hi as you're joining. Apologies, I'm slightly late with the start of today's session. Um, I was fiddling with settings all here, there and everywhere and making sure that everybody was allowed access into the group who wanted to be here on time. So this week is really been the kickoff of 2022 and the theme of this week for me, um, for myself, but also in the content that I've been sharing and the workshops that we've done together this week, the design and align workshop, have really all been around um, our life values and how we can use life values and apologies I'm actually holding my phone while I'm speaking so if it moves about a bit then that that's what's going to happen. Yeah um, and I'm also going to just make sure that I can see your comments as well. So um, oh you're waving at me Rachel thank you um, and I'm just gonna let Jackie in because I see she's trying to get in. Let's let her in. There we go. So hopefully I will see all of your comments now. Good. Okay, um, now we've got over the technicalities, we can get started properly. So this week has all been about the design and align and looking at our life values and how we can start to use our life values to actually align every single action that we take, not just on a yearly basis as in our goals for the year, but also on a monthly and even more importantly, a weekly basis. What I see the most at this time of year, and it really, really irritates me, is that my newsfeed is absolutely full, full to the brim of Davina and her work workouts and her very thin arms. <laughs> Um, so much stuff. I'm just absolutely inundated with all of this. Get fit, do this, you're not good enough, must do better kind of rhetoric at this time of year. Is anyone else's feeds filled up with that? Let me know in the comments below if this is happening to you or if it just happens to me. <laughs> well, I'm seeing an awful lot of this at the moment and I think it's really important to, to not sort of run too hard too quickly and by that I mean is yes if Adriana is doing her 30-day yoga and that works for you and it feels like a really great thing to do I'm all for that but what I tend to see is by day 21 
of the year, whatever it is that people have set themselves as their goals, they've already stopped. I think it's actually the, um, there's a date, isn't there? It's something, I think it's either the 21st or may, I might have made that date up. It's either the 12th or the 21st of January where people's resolve, those new year resolutions have actually fallen flat on the face already. So we want to make sure that that's not what we're doing, that the actions that we're taking are going to be sustainable week in, week out. And that's where values alignment is really important. So these values, and I'm just going to do this briefly because I want you to watch the values um, design and align replay that I've sent via email. If you haven't got it, just drop me a message. I want you to watch that. So I'm not going to repeat that, but we're going to build on that in today's session. So those values are those single words or short word phrases that we unconsciously are living our life by, but we might not know it. Things like integrity, making a difference, health, or you might call it vitality. Everyone has an individual word for these things. Might be creativity, might be courage. That might be how you're living your life right now. We had some really interesting ones in the workshop, like procrastination. I just loved it. Sometimes when um, we bring these to the forefront and we haven't really paid any attention to them, we can get sneaky values like seeking approval, perfectionism, um, procrastination, um, recognition. A whole heap of these things might come to the forefront. So we've been asking ourselves the question, what do we spend the most time, energy or money on? And these are the words that are coming out for, for many people this week, alongside all the other ones. Because it's not how we would like things to be, it's how they're currently showing up. That's a really important piece of the puzzle. Then once we've got those values, you know, that's what's actually happening. We can see them, they're on a piece of paper, we can do something about them. And that means that we can go and think about, well, what's important to me in the context of my life? What, am I, what do I actually want to spend my time, energy or money on? And then we can make a new list and get a new set of values. But I don't want you to stop there because we can create this, this value list and it can be all shiny and bright. And many companies do this and they post them on their websites and they put them on the walls and they tell people they have some values. But what good are values if people don't actually live by them? So I know some corporations that have brought me in to do workshops specifically workshops that will help integrate their values for their workforce. This is what I love. I want people to actually, not just corporations, but us as people to fully integrate and live them because actually we can't go far wrong if we're in alignment to our values. So don't stop there. Don't stop with a kind of, this is my ideal list, then take it a step further. We can ask ourselves some more questions, some more inquiry. Um, what is it that I desire the most in 2022? Is that reflected in this value list in some kind of way? Um, what would I do if I fully trusted myself? If I fully trusted myself, would there be anything different in there? And what is my soul yearning for in 2022? This is a really good question to ask yourself because if you take the time to reflect upon it, as I did last year, I discovered that my soul was yearning for more sustainability in the way that we were living. Far too much plastic, too much waste. And we decided um, because I added sustainability to the top five values list that I held, um, it meant that on a weekly basis, 
it was in my mind. It was like imprinted in my head. So I was thinking, what can I do this week that will improve the sustainability of how we're living? Now, some of which I tried, like the strip washing powder, but then Oscar developed a rash and it was itching, so we couldn't continue with it. That's fine. We tried something. Other things have really stuck and been integrated as activities that are just part of, just like you would put waste in a bin. Now we collect our plastic waste and we terracycle most of the plastic waste that can't be recycled in a normal um, plastic bin. So you just take what works for you, keep going and integrating those things. But if we're not conscious of them, we won't integrate them at a weekly level. So I want you to really ponder that question, what is my soul yearning for this year? And see if that's reflected in those values. In the workshop, we also talked about the five different pillars, um, health, wealth, relationship, personal development, and career or business, depending on your context. And making sure that, you know, all of those different areas are potentially covered in those values too. If not, we definitely use them in our weekly planning to make sure that we're thinking about them at least. Now, the thing that I wanted to kind of build upon in this session, and in particular, finish the week strong is really a reflective session. Um, not a teaching session, but a reflective session, a time to actually take stock of some of the ideas that I've shared during the week and take it to the next level. So that's quite exciting. So I have some prompts for you, should you wish to join me in this reflection. So rather than looking at the things that you, um, you want to do, I want you to take some time to decide how you want to feel about those things. So here are my journal prompts for you. Um, and let me cough again. <coughs> Overall, in the upcoming year, I most want to feel, so you might want to write these down, I most want to feel, and what is it? And you can share them in the chat box if you're gonna do this along with me in real time. So overall in the upcoming year, I most want to feel, and then type your answers or write them down. So overall this year, I, I want to feel more connected. Let's say that's my thing. And then I want you to write a grounded action for that. So if I want to feel more connected, I might need some definition around that. Maybe I want to feel more connected to my husband. Then my grounded action might be, okay, in that case, I'm going to set monthly date nights with him. I'm going to arrange for a babysitter <laughs> when we're not in COVID and everything's not all messed up and we're actually going to go out which um is something that we we did the um before christmas we went to the cinema to watch the new bond film but this needs to be a regular thing so maybe i make it on um a monthly basis so i want to feel more connected to my husband my grounded action is have a date night once a month so what is it for you so take some time to do that the next part is i would like my body to feel so I would like my body to feel, um, I could say strong, I could say fit, but I'm going to say I would like my body to feel nourished. Now, if I want my body to feel nourished, what is my grounded action for that? My grounded action, <laughs> don't think it's going to be to give up chocolate, but it might be to do some kind of um, sugar-free course, or I might... Um, 
actually book an appointment with a nutritionalist. I might have a panel of, I don't know, see if I've got any allergies or I might decide to try some different recipes. There's so many different grounded actions that I could take from that. Oh, what's Rachel saying? More intimacy with big human. Oh yeah, you had that on your values list. Date night sounds lovely. Not had an evening away together yet. Yeah, that can be difficult to arrange. We've managed it a couple of times actually, mostly for other people's functions and do's, um, but it is lovely. Oh, I forgot Rachel. Um, when my, my husband turned 40, we went skiing for four days by ourselves. <laughs> so you can always um, book in some, some big, big ones as well. But yeah, if that's what you want most of, what is the grounded action around that? And for you then in your relationship pillar and the Momentum app, you could come along and um, if you haven't set that yet for the rest of January, next week, one of your actions could be make a date with big human <laughs> or book the dates. And it doesn't matter if it's always you doing the booking. You could ask him you know, to take it in turns. But if that's what you want, it only takes one person to change the dynamic. So even if that means you always organize everything, so what? It means you get more connection or intimacy, whatever it is that you're looking for. Good, so the next one is, I would like my work to feel. So when you think about your career and or your business, depending upon your context, how would you like that work to feel? So I might say meaningful or fulfilling. You might say purposeful. You might say, I want my work to feel exciting, passionate, whatever it is for you. So what would you like your work to feel? Or you might say less stressful. I want my work to feel less stressful. I want my work to feel calm, <laughs> peaceful. Um, and what is the grounded action towards that? So let me know in the comments. Good. The next one is around finances. So I would like my finances to feel. So you might say under control or abundant and overflowing. <laughs> um, I want my finances to feel measured. I want my finances to feel um, not stressful, whatever it is for you. And then what is the grounded action towards that? So that's in the area of finances. Okay, next on the list. I would like my love life to feel. Hmm, this is an interesting one. So I would like my love life to feel. It might be as simple as more interesting. It might be um, that you don't currently have a partner and you would like your love life to feel um, secure. I, d I don't know what it is. It could be that you want your love life to feel passionate, intimate, connected, excited, um, in your, in your love life, you might want more, mm, see I'm struggling, scraping the barrel here. I think it's mostly around love, connection, intimacy, all those things. And what's the grounded action towards that? Oh, Rachel, I want my work to feel more engaging and exciting. And the grounded action is to design a new career and find it. Well, luckily you're in the right place for that one in the um, career design mastermind. 
And she's saying, I want my body to feel more flexible. So prioritize movement over cardio. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So when we do, we do have life values, which are a great place to get started. And you'll know when we do our career design mastermind, we'll do career values. But you can also do values in all of the different pillars of your life. And if you were to look and inquire within your vitality or health values, we would have a series of values there too. So it might be um, flexibility, strength, fitness, peace, um, a connection. Um, there could be a whole heap of different values and vitality. It could be a sense of um, like spaciousness could be um, happiness and joy might make you feel vital. So you get like a whole list of vitality values as well. And then you can give them a hierarchy and prioritize them too. So you're kind of taking it to the next level then. So that would be when you would start to say, okay, at the moment, cardio is in a hierarchical position above flexibility, but for however long, for the next 90 days or the next year, I want to prioritize flexibility over cardio, which means that when you're faced with the decision, do I go for a swim or do I do the yoga session? You're gonna pick the yoga or Pilates, whatever it is that you choose to do. Um, Good, so we're really getting into it today. And finances to grow. So investments from wealth, of course. Excellent, so that's a grounded action. The next one is, how would I like my soul and spirit to feel? So if you've been working with me on a one-to-one -one basis, you might have met the sorceress power type that we work with. Um, and the sorceress is the part of you that is connected. It's the part of you that, it's, it's difficult. It's that connection to something bigger than just yourselves. And if you're a scientist like I am, which you might be, it can be hard to say, well, a, maybe you don't, maybe you do, maybe you don't have a, um, a connection to a religion. I certainly don't. Um, but if you do, then yeah, that's your connection to religion. Otherwise, it's that connection to something bigger than ourselves. So I like to think of it as when I look up at the stars and the moon, I feel very insignificant. Um, and my my kind of thoughts and my ranting about this, that and the other feels very much like, ah, it's quite small in comparison to the size of the universe. It's that connection, that energy connection to all that there is as well. So that soul, that part of you, that spirit, how do you want that part of you to feel? And then what is the grounded action towards that? And that might be that if this is the first foray into soul and spirit, it might be that the grounded action is to actually have some alone time. If that's never not happened in your life for some time, alone time can be great. That's when you'll start to hear the whispers and the try this or have you thought about this or just random things. And um, that might be when you start to hear your soul talking to you. Um, and if you're moving on beyond alone time, you might like to think about um, meditative practices as a first step there too. So meditation can help us feel connected in that way as well, or mindfulness practices. The next one is, I would like my health to feel. 
So I would like my health to feel, um, maybe it's, I'm thinking about myself, maybe it's robust. So if I'm really robust in my health, I'm going to be defending off all of the COVID germs and all the other germs that come my way from all of those three beautiful children. <laughs> Who, can I just, I just need to say this, two days, she was at the preschool for two days and I saw a knit in her hair. How does that even happen? How do, how do they, surely when all the kids are not together, they just die off knits. Why, why? <laughs> It's, it's like the bane of my life. I hate knits. But on the plus side, knit treatment um, is very conditioning for your hair. <laughs> That's what's been happening to me. Um, so I want my health to feel defended against knits and robust. And what's my grounded action? Oh, Rachel said itch, itch, itch. As soon as you say the word knit, you're going to be itching. My grounded action towards feeling robust, it might be to do with what we talked about earlier. So when we looked at how I want my body to feel, um, it might be connected with that. So I said nutrition earlier, or it might be something different. Rachel says, I want my soul to find and feel the beauty around us. More frequent walks in nature, beautiful example. Um, okay, I would like my family life to feel. And I want you to think about that in the context of your life. So. You might be like me so you might have ch children and that might be your definition of the family life and um, you may be separated from a partner and still have children and that might be a family life you might not have a partner you might not have children yet and you've got a different setup of family life so just when we're using the word family just make it in the context of your life how do you want your family life to feel you might say fun <laughs> Um, whatever it is for you. And then what's my grounded action? Well, oh God, not more board games because that just descends into, um, into chaos in our house. <laughs> um, but fun might be in a different context for you. So it might be more dedicated holidays or stronger boundaries around work and life. It can be a whole heap of different actions. So what is it for you? And then finally, I would like my relationships to feel. And we've already talked about love, so I want you to think about relationships in the wider context, like friends, colleagues, that kind of um, relationship. So how would you like that to feel? Um, oh, Rachel saying, health to feel more nourished with home-cooked meals with a more varied palette. I know, I was writing my... Um, we do like a weekly meal plan before we do the food shop. And I was like, I always put the same thing on the same day every week because I just like almost forget. So I went online and I was like searching for the alternatives. Like I'm gonna do something different this week. I definitely, nutrition is definitely a thing for, a theme for me in the first sort of 90 days of, of the year. Um, so hopefully we'll have some different meal plans by the end of the, by the end of quarter one of 2022. So how would I like my relationships to feel? And we're thinking about friendships and I'm gonna say more more connected. And I, I really feel like um, that's happening already this year as well. And the grounded action there is to, 
well, for me, it's to be more available, be have more time to be more available for these connections and to actually say yes to them. So this morning I said yes to talking to one of my friends um, for an hour when in my 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 pusher brain is going, you've got a lot of work to do. You've got too much work to do. You've got too much work to do. Don't do that. You've got so much work. And my other part of my brain was saying, but you haven't spoken to this person for ages and they really um, need your help with something and it would be really nice to do that. And that one won. So finally, my pusher hasn't won um, an argument. <laughs> but it was bringing... The thing is, you'll always get these competing different voices in your head. One voice says, do this. The other voice says, do that. And being able to bring it back to values and what's important to you and how you want to feel really can help us make choices from an aware ego, as I call it. This central place in the middle where I can hear that voice and I can hear that voice and I come back to the centre and what do I actually choose to do? And, ooh, Rachel, relationships to feel more equal. A couple are very one-sided, need conversation about effort on both sides. Yeah, I really like that one, actually. So some more equality in your relationship. And that can actually come down to that powerful conversation template of asking for what you need. Um, I'm pretty sure we've had that in the Mighty Network before. You can do a little search for it in there, but if not, do come back to me. Um, I think I've done a podcast episode on it as well, so I will have a look and see if I can find the number for that one. But that can be really helpful to actually, it's difficult to just say, well, um, I need things to be more equal in our, in our, um, in our relationship. What we actually need is to give them specifics <laughs> so that they can win the game of equality. Because if we don't give them specifics, you're not going to get the result that you're looking for. So if what does it mean to you? What does equality mean to you? Is it that um, is it that you're looking for equality in terms of the tasks that need to get done around the house? Is it that you're looking for more equality in the way that he speaks to you? Is it that you want more equality in what context? Once you determine what that actually looks like, what equality looks like, then you can devise the conversation around how do I ask for this? So, for example, and I mm, I do have a worksheet on this as well, but um, if you're thinking about, okay, it's home tasks. I need more help around the home. I shouldn't have to do all of the washing, ironing, cooking, cleaning, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Then you can start to split out tasks, but not just in terms of the time it takes to get that thing done. So if you think about cooking, it's not just cooking. It's the whole gamut of things. It's the making the food list. It's buying the food. It's cooking. It's washing up. It comes as a whole gamut of things that happen. So think about the mental load, not just the doing. Hello, Natsuko. Just nice to have you here as well. Um and do join in. We've been doing um, some reflective questioning. So if you're watching a replay, type replay in the comments. It's great to see who's been here um, after the event as well. <laughs> so if you are having that conversation around equality, make sure that it is in the context of um, the mental load plus the doing of the thing. 
and you might find that you have some really powerful conversations around that i know that we we have in our household on many occasion as well and just the sheer fact of having those conversations changes the nature of the game as well um i'm a big advocate now for asking for what you need and not just going through the rhetoric of i shouldn't need to ask yes we shouldn't need to ask they should be able to see what's in front of their noses <laughs> they should be able to but for some unearthly reason they don't <laughs> so we actually need to state it out loud um without feeling resentful about having to do it and having to do it each and every time until it becomes a habit. Remember, it takes 21 days to form a habit. So if you find that you're asking for things time and time again, stick with it until you get, <laughs> so you get it ingrained into them until they do it. And that's secret. I struggle with feeling equal at home. I understand having to give specifics, but then I feel frustrated. This is what we're talking about. As it feels like I'm having to do all the thinking and I end up feeling like a mother, which is not a good for the relationship. No, it's not good. And, um, and that's why we need to let go of what we were just talking about there, the frustration around having to ask time and time again. Um, just checking that we're not coming from a position of martyr or a disempowered state when we're doing the asking if you are tired at the end of the day and they've said that they're gonna wash up and then it's still not done then it could easily come from a position of bitch martyr victim we can all do one of those and all do a version of that we could be really super bitchy and say you said you were gonna wash up and you never wash up <laughs> just looking at how how scary my face looks in bitch mode um, we could come from a position of martyr, which, um, you might be silently seething they've not done it and then start to do it for them and do it, but then be resentful about it. We could come from that victim of, um, I knew it wouldn't work. It's never going to work. I'm always going to have to do this for the rest of my life <laughs> as well. We could take it to that extreme. So if you find yourself in that state, just leave it, leave it until you feel like you can speak from a position of, um, you know, I know you two are online, maybe a queen power type. So if you can get into queen and say, um, when we had that conversation last week, we agreed that on a Tuesday and a Thursday, um, you're going to do the washing up. And I've noticed that it's nearly nine o'clock and we're going to go to bed at half nine and it's not done yet. I just wanted to draw that to your attention um, before you go to bed. And that's it. If they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. You can leave it. <laughs> the thing is, the more you leave, the more things get done. Not by you. <laughs> it's a hard lesson. <laughs> a very hard lesson to try. Um, so I feel your pain, but it's worth it in the long run. So that's where we're up to in today's session. If you have just joined Natsuko and you want to watch a replay, we went through a whole heap of um, things about how we want to feel this coming year and what the grounded action is to achieve that. So if you missed that part, go back and watch on replay. I'll make sure this is made into a podcast episode so you can also listen on audio. So wishing you all a very strong end to this week. And if you are watching right now, What's the biggest thing that's landed for you 
in today's session? What's the biggie that has landed for you today? Let me know and then we'll wrap it up. Because having given the fact that I've now um, put, you know, done some connection with my friend this morning, done a few bits and bobs and now done this, I think it's time that I actually did some work today. <laughs> um, so I probably should do some work. So what's the biggest single thing in a jiggy that has landed for you in today's session? having the grounded actions as well as the feelings and intention. Yeah, I think it's great to start with how we want to feel so that we design the right action. Sometimes we design an action, but we don't get the desired feeling that we're looking for from it. So it can be quite nice to flip it on its head. Thank you. So I'm wishing you all a great weekend. And thank you, Natsuko. Do come back and answer the question. And I will see you all next week for some more fun. Can't tell you what the topic is next week, but um, because I don't know what it is yet, because I haven't written my content for next week. So when I know, you will know. <laughs> Good, I will see you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Women in STEM Career and Confidence. To get further support in your journey, join me in Breakthrough Unleashed on Facebook.